0: <laughs> You're welcome at my house if you bring a cake anytime. Just just putting that out there. Welcome to the Exploring Washington State podcast. Here's your host, Scott Cowan. So my guest today, Sadie is, well, I'm going to read, I'm going to read a a bio that I see online right now. So it it says that you're an aspiring chef, former master chef, junior competitor, and you attend Lakeside high school. Yes. You're gonna be a sophomore coming up? I
1: am, yeah, I start yeah. school tomorrow.
0: Okay, so at the time of this, you're still a freshman, you're not a sophomore yet, just kidding. Like yes, that's true, that's
1: true.
0: So my well, the first question for you, off totally not related, is did you go to sc- school virtually last year or did you get to go in person at all?
1: Um. So I was super fortunate that, so for the first semester we were entirely uh, virtual,
0: mm-hmm. but for
1: the second semester, we had the opportunity to do hybrid learning. So I was in school for one week um, and then the next week I was remote and I would okay. just alternate. And so I was very grateful for that.
0: So you don't have the big shock of going to school for the first time tomorrow. You've, you've, you've already, you've already walked the halls. You've, you've kind of met some of your classmates in person and all of that. So that's kind of cool. Oh yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll come back to school, but what mm-hmm. I really want to know So you competed in a food show. You've you've contributed um, articles and recipes to the Seattle Times. You're a high school kid. I got to call you a kid. I mean, come on. (laughs) I mean, look at me compared to you, right? Um, How did you get started with food? When did you figure out that food was something that made you happy?
1: Um, Well, (laughs) I've been interested in food since... Basically the dawn of time. Uh, it's something that connects my family. It's really a form of communication almost. So my mom is an amazing chef. She went to culinary school in France, um, oh. which I hope to do someday. Uh, okay. My grandma was also an incredible chef and their love of food was just kind of passed down onto me. Um, so yeah, I was interested in it, in cooking and food and the world of cuisine and chefery, um, since I was little. Um, and it also connects me to my culture and my Jewish roots. And also I can use it as a form of communication with my friends and what's better than bringing your friends over and presenting them with a big cake for no reason. Um, and things like that.
0: You're welcome at my house if you bring a cake anytime. Just just putting that out there. Feel free. Drive over. Well, you're not driving yet. Have somebody drive <laughs> you over. Don't drive. Don't drive yet. Um, <laughs> drive over. Bring a cake. You're welcome anytime. Okay. I think that's awesome that you just described that it, it's a way you communicate and it's it's a it's one of those big um, connectors in within your family and with the heritage. I think that's that's so important to so many people, and I think we. All would be better if we paid a little more attention to that versus just grabbing the food through the window as we're driving on in our busy lives. Mm-hmm. Going back to your earlier memories of being interested in food. What was the f- first thing you ever started making in the kitchen? Were you with your mom or your grandmother? Or do you remember like did they Like say here you can you can do this. What and what was that?
1: sort of. I think one of my earliest cooking memories is uh, just being my mom's sous chef in a way, Uh, which basically just meant that she was like, oh, you can um, stir this pot. And that is your big cooking job for the day. And I was so excited about it. Uh, But I think the first like real recipes I made with my mom and my grandma uh, were bread uh okay. particularly challah which is delicious and i love making it it's so therapeutic to just like knead the bread dough and i've also kind of been relying on that as like a form of a, a relaxation technique if you will um throughout you know the pandemic in this past year especially because it's so it's so nice to just knead the bread and think okay. about my family and my cooking memories
0: <laughs> that's cool see I, I love that that's 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 amazing so you started off stirring the pot
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and you eventually graduated to, you know, I guess I'm going to guess you, well, let me ask you this question at home, meal, family meals, who, who's who's cooking for the family?
1: Mainly my mom.
0: <laughs> your mom she, okay, I so mean, your mom's, got, mom's she, got the duties, so mom's cooking. Okay. Yeah. But do you ever cook meals for the family? Do you ever say, hey... It's Wednesday. I got this. Let me, let me do something.
1: You know, sometimes I do not really during this school year. That's kind of my excuse. Like, Oh, I'm so sorry, mom. I have so much homework. I wish I could help in the kitchen. I really do. But alas, I'm too busy with a history paper.
0: So the problem with your strategy now, your mom can't listen to this part, but the problem with your strategy is if you play that card, you have to get good grades. You have that to get true. good grades. So if you if you say, hey, sorry, I got a history paper and you get a C on it, mom's going to say, <laughs> um, you could have cooked and you could have helped That's out. I've so just given you some friendly advice to make sure your grades are good. And How are your grades?
1: My grades are, well, I have not started this school year yet. How were your
0: grades last year?
1: They were good. They had, good. I had good okay. grades. Thank you for, for asking. Good
0: for you. <laughs> That's cool. Thank you. That's that's cool. All right. Well, let's, let's go down that road. And I, you know, I I warned your mom when we talked and hopefully she passes along to you is that these, my questions will bounce all over the place. So, you know, just (laughs) don't get comfortable. Okay. What's your hope? What do you plan on doing after high school?
1: That's a great question. And I've given so much thought to that, that, but I still somehow do not have a solid answer. Um, That's okay. I want to, at some point, go to culinary school like my mom.
0: Which one? Which one would you aspire to?
1: Le Cordon Bleu, just like Julia Child, my idol.
0: Okay, <laughs> A Julia Child is your idol. Okay, yeah. Excellent. Um,
1: right. I want to. The dream school is Princeton. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: I feel why? like why Princeton? Okay, so I've planned it out in my brain. I That's will her. be going with my good friend, and her dad went. So, okay. primary source document. He loved it. Um, and I love New York City. I have family in New York. Uh, okay. My godkids live there. It's They're so adorable. And okay. um, I, however, I would not like to live in New York City. I'm not a big fan of the noise pollution at night. Uh, okay. But If I went to Princeton, I could live in this adorable little college town and be with my friends, um, but I'd also get the benefit, have the benefit of, you know, having full access to New York City. That is my reasoning.
0: All right. And put you on the spot. If you're going to go to Princeton, what are you going to major in?
1: I have no idea. That's a great question. Um, I think I might want to go into palliative care, like my mom, I think it's a really rewarding job. And I get to help a lot of people. And I think dealing with learning how to cope with grief is really important. And talking about death and how it relates um, to your own personal beliefs is also really crucial. And I think it's just a very interesting world to explore.
0: So. Okay. So I got, I got to say for somebody who's going to be a sophomore in high school, um, you, you really kind of got this dialed in and <laughs> it's completely cool if you change and you decide you want to go to Yale instead or something, you know, I mean, it's okay. Who don't, knows? Don't, Who knows? Don't, don't beat yourself up. If you change your mind, maybe you go to <laughs> Columbia, Columbia. Yeah. You know, junior and junior. okay. <laughs> well, let's go back to food though. Okay. So stir in the pot with mom. Mm-hmm. Do you have a recollection of what was the first dish you prepared by yourself from start to finish?
1: I have a feeling it was Mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have this vague memory. Was um, it,
0: was it no way I have to ask. Was it now? Are you talking Mac and cheese, like in a box or Mac and cheese? Boiling the noodles. Do, I mean,
1: admittedly, you- it might have been boxed Annie's mac and cheese.
0: Okay. But, All right. Hey, you got to start somewhere. Baby, step. no. See, so how old do you think you were with this box of Annie's mac and cheese?
1: I want to say six, five, six.
0: So kindergarten.
1: Kindergarten. Yeah.
0: Kindergarten. Wow. Okay. So you. So we're just going to go with that as fact, just for sake of this conversation. You started okay. cooking for yourself mac and cheese in kindergarten. Yes. Okay. Now that didn't really count because some of those ingredients were already prepared for you. Mm-hmm. How, about, how about the first thing that you can remember that you gathered all the ingredients from the refrigerator, from the, the pantry, whatever. Didn't have to go shopping for them. What was that? And about how old were you then?
1: Probably holla, And I'd probably say that same year. It was a big, you know, cooking's a big learning curve. You start right. with boxed mac and cheese and then soon enough you're making your own bread dough. It, it just goes like that. So,
0: well, I mean, some of us have stayed with boxed mac and cheese. <laughs> okay. So you started out in, in, in babysit. So you started out in kindergarten and that's kind of when this whole thing <laughs> really began to gain speed for you. Would that be fair?
1: Yes. I think that okay. is accurate.
0: So let's jump ahead to Master Chef. I, I, I'd like to hear, okay, whose idea was it for you to, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me. Um, apply. Um, you just don't show up on the set and go, hi, I'm here today. Let's go. Um, <laughs> wh- what was, <laughs> um, audition. There we go. Sorry, I was like. Words can be hard for me sometimes.
1: I get that. Whose
0: idea was it for you to audition to be on TV?
1: Well, actually, it is like you said. I just kind of walked on the set and said, I'm here. And they were like, oh, my gosh, we're so happy to have you. No, um, it was actually my um, my aunt's idea to for me to apply. I was um, going to L.A. in January of 2020. 20- 17, I want to say. Um, and she she knew, she knows. I am an avid binger of all things reality TV cooking. Um, I watch Master Chef Master Chef Junior chopped Great British Baking Show, Top Chef, even though it's kind of a Master Chef Junior ripoff, but that's another story for another day. Um, anyways, she was like, they are holding open call auditions for Masterchef Junior. And me who had been watching it since first grade was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I did not expect to get on to the show or even get as far in the audition process as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just kind of a YOLO moment. Um, <laughs> I was like, "I this seems like a fun thing to do. And even if I don't get far, Um, I can still say I auditioned for MasterChef junior and I can still, you know, flex some of my cooking talent. Um, yeah. So that's how it all started.
0: Okay. How did you flex your cooking talent in the addition? I I love that phrase. Thank you. That was awesome. (laughs) What, what was it like when you, you showed up? What did they, what did they have you do?
1: Um, so it
0: wasn't box, mac and cheese, was it?
1: It was not box, mac and cheese, believe it or not. Uh, but <laughs> the, there were, it was like a series of challenges, each one being a bit more difficult than the next. So at the basic level, um, I walked in there all fancy and ready to show off. Um, and they were like, okay, now we want you to, uh, measure some water in this measuring cup with measurements written on it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I did that. Um, But then pretty soon they had me um, make dishes whilst being filmed on camera uh, that were more and more complex. And so, yeah, it's a little climbing ladder of cooking.
0: So how long did this, this audition process take?
1: I'd say it took, hold on. It was, I started in January, we started filming in April,
0: so. Okay, so a couple of months, I mean, so there was a couple of months of this, okay. Mm -hmm. So obviously, we know you got selected. Yes. What was it like to be cooking with cameras and stage lights? Because that's, I'm going to guess, I can't see your kitchen here at your house right now, but I'm going to guess if you were to move your camera, that your kitchen doesn't have stage lights and... And uh, you know all that stuff, so it's mm-hmm. different than your your what you're accustomed to, right?
1: Yes, very different.
0: Okay. So what what was hard for you? What was hard to get adjusted to, or was it? I mean, what's what was that like?
1: Um, I so um, it kind of worked out for me in some magical way because, uh, besides cooking, my other greatest passion is theater and i love the stage lights and i love the camaraderie and i love the all the action all the fun stuff um and so it definitely was a bit nerve-wracking at first to be having a mic all the time and uh be under all of these stage lights but i got used to it pretty quickly. And it was, I don't know, the attention was, it was kind of nice. <laughs>
0: you kind of, you kind of liked it. So you yeah. see if like, to, to be honest, like me, mm-mm. you know, um, the fact that you can see me right now is about as public as I could possibly be. <laughs> if there was three people watching this right now, I'd be freaked out. So mm-hmm. I can't honestly imagine you or myself doing that. I think it's really cool that you did it. So I have not watched any of the episodes of that, of that, of that season. So I can't, I'm, I'm speculating here and You know, full warning. I'm totally speculating. That's okay. But I'm going to guess that in one of the competitions you had a night, you know, you were challenged to do something and you had this idea like, "Mm -hmm, I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. And it didn't work.
1: Yes. That happened several times.
0: (laughs) I would love it if you, I would love it if you would share one of those examples. What, what, what did you think was going to be like, aha, this is cool. And for whatever reason, it just didn't hit.
1: Mm, there were. I'm trying to pick which one to to tell you. There were. You a can share more than
0: movies. one if you want. I'm not trying to be make. I'm not trying to be mean. I, <laughs> no, you know. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Um. Hmm. There was this one challenge. I believe it was the episode. I want to say the episode before the semifinals. And it was a tag team challenge. And I was paired with my good friend, Malia, who is a very talented chef and wonderful person. Um, And we had this plan, this strategy of what we were going to do. We laid it all out and we were like, okay. We were making um, like a little tapas board. It was really cute with um, churros and these little like, Octopus snacks and some shrimp. There was a lot of seafood on there. It was delicious. But (laughs) um, we had this plan of what we were going to do. And we wanted to do it really quickly just to get it over with. And then we could focus on pleating and make sure we get the dish out in time. Um, The problem is we worked too fast, which you might say, oh, that sounds like a good thing. You know, you get things done early. It was not Gordon Ramsay came over to us and totally just berated us (laughs) for working too fast. He was like, you cook the shrimp too soon. By the time I eat them, they're going to be dry. He could have eaten them then and there, but, you know, he just didn't want it. I guess that's not how the competition worked. Um, But there were just moments like that where they were kind of, uh-oh moments. What do we do now? Um, Or are we screwed up a little bit?
0: I, I was okay so how do I want to say this I'm shocked I think <laughs> shocked is the proper the word that Gordon Ramsay would have said anything less than kind to any contestant on a show
1: Oh are you
0: I'm shocked <laughs> That's okay <laughs> So that didn't go well cuz you 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 cooked too fast okay and G- Gordon took objection to you. Okay. Yes. All right. I can kind of, I can kind of see that happening. I really can. All right. The reason I ask is whenever I ask a question of somebody that, you know, what didn't go right, you know, tell us about, you had this idea and you were going to do blah, 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 and then it didn't work. We all learn something from that. I mean, you do, you learn. So what did you learn from that experience besides not work so fast? Uh, or maybe that was the, maybe that was the lesson.
1: Sort of, but, sort of. <laughs>
0: okay, all right. Um
1: I feel like I also learned how to pace myself. Yeah, that's that's literally the same exact thing. Um but I learned how to pace myself. I learned it was a great leadership exercise and also it taught me how to deal with adults yelling at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think we could just leave it that. <laughs> yes. We'll just do that. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, actually, no. I am going to ask. I'm gonna, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here a little bit. Okay. In your opinion, what, if anything, did you find out about Gordon Ramsay that you think is not all that well known?
1: a lot of people are very confused about who he is because you know he plays this great not great big personality big character on tv mm-hmm. but he is also a character in his own personal life um he's also a really good mentor i would say and he whenever i'd get overly stressed in the kitchen Uh, and start acting like serious Sadie and be like, okay, I need to do this and this and this. He would help to remind me that cooking is about fun. It's about passion. And I don't need to take it that seriously. It's about um, starting from scratch and creating something beautiful and shareable with the
0: world. That's awesome. Do you think it would be fun to cook with Gordon Ramsey? No. <laughs> what celebrity, because you you said earlier that you like, you, you binge watch all the reality cooking shows. Mm-hmm. Of the celebrities that are on those shows, is there one you'd like to cook with? One that you yeah. would say it would be fun to have over, like invite them over to the house and use your kitchen. Who who would that be?
1: Guy Fieri, 100%. I love his hair. That's all. That's all I need to say.
0: <laughs> I'm speechless.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay.
0: <laughs> Guy Fieri because of his hair. So yes. not because he's a, a talented chef, but just because...
1: The man has hair. style. I don't know. He, he seems like he'd be fun to okay. hang out with to be around i mean look at his hair who yeah, no would yeah definitely okay. not a gordon ramsay type guy
0: no no, no. he's not um, <laughs> but he's a long way away from your your stated hero of julia child too so oh
1: that
0: too that too so who uh, let me put on so we got we got guy fieri because of his personal style Mm-hmm. that's go with who you think would be a fun collaborator in cooking. Like who, who do you think would be fun? You know, personal style aside, cause you know, we, we, I could make fun of Guy Fieri here, but I won't. Um, <laughs> okay. But no, so is there somebody else though, that you think would be kind of a fun collaborator?
1: I think Julia child, uh, you know, I resonate with her. Uh, always add more butter to everything philosophy. Uh, I think it's
0: hard to go wrong with butter.
1: Yeah. It's a great way to live. And I also think, uh, you know, maybe just Julia, I would have said, okay. I would have said Giada De Laurenti, um, uh-huh. because I, she used to be one of my idols, but, okay. uh, to be honest, Scott, I actually kind of have some beef with her now. Do um, we
0: want to, do we want to dish dirt on the show? I mean, we can, do we want-
1: I mean, Here's the thing. So little little tiny Sadie who was in fifth grade, something, somewhere in the elementary school category. Mm-hmm. Um uh I, I went to Vegas when I was in fifth grade. And oh,
0: every, every fifth grader goes to Vegas. Every
1: fifth grader. It's yeah, it's a wonderful place to be as a fifth grader. Um okay but we went to Vegas. It was for a work trip for my dad. And, um, she has a restaurant there and I really wanted to go. So my parents were like, okay, Sadie, we can go for brunch. So we went and it was great. And then the waiter was like, oh, you know, she's actually coming into town later today for a meeting. And I was like, is she here right now? Can I meet her? When is she coming? Where is she? Like, what's her exact location? Please let me know. Give me your your phone number. (laughs) Right, exactly. Give me the phone number. Give me the email. Social security number. Three (laughs) numbers on the back of the credit card. All that fun stuff. Um, But I was, you know, fantasizing about meeting her all day, and then my um, my dad and I we uh, were in our hotel room. We were like, okay, we want to go for a walk. We want to get out of the hotel room. We walk down uh, the stairs and we walk into the lobby and there she is standing right there. And she was on a phone call. So I just kind of, for like a solid, it was a really weird 30 seconds. I was just overcome with emotion. I just stood there for 30 seconds with my dad, like, staring her down just hoping she'd get off the phone so I could come talk to her and it was magic she did she got off the phone and then literally as soon as I saw her put it down I was like okay now's my chance Now's I can shine now um and I ran up to her and I was like oh my gosh hi my name is Sadie I'm an aspiring chef I am such a big fan and, you know, she probably got that a lot. And I was like this little, cute, tiny fifth grader. And she was like, oh, you're so sweet. Oh, my gosh. I have a daughter your age. And we kind of made like some nice, chatty, small talk. Um, And it was such a such a fun day. But then I was like, can I give you my email. And she was like, yes, oh my gosh, I would love that. I will totally email you. And so I wrote down my email for her. I hugged her goodbye. I got a photo with her. I posted it on my Instagram account in fifth grade. Uh, I'm not even sure I have that account anymore, but I did because I was so excited to meet her. And then she never emailed me. And then I got on her rival network because she was on food network and then I got on fox uh for master chef junior and so we have beef now i she probably doesn't okay. remember me but i have beef with her okay that's my story <laughs>
0: what's your story okay that's a great story Sadie. that Thank is a you. great story really... <laughs> i really i Well, let's just hope Guy Fieri, if he ever promises to email you that he does, because I'd really hate for you to have beef with him too. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay. Was, what was the, what was your, I'll ask you, what was your biggest takeaway about being on the show? What, like, do you want to do it again? Do you want to do this competitive cooking or was that enough? You've you've got, you you know, I jokingly say, you know, you've been there, you've done that, you got the (laughs) t-shirt. Do you, do you, but how did you elaborate on the, on the whole thing for you? What was it, what was it like? And would you do it again?
1: Um, you know, it was a really great experience. I don't think I would do it again. I think I've had, I've done my fair share of reality TV. I really came on the show to, um, better my, my cooking skills. Um, And I also went on the show to receive priceless mentorship from all of the judges. Um, And I think I got that. And I also got, I came home from the experience with amazing friends who, uh, I'm like family with now. I love that. Oh, my mom is next to me. And she just gave me the picture of me and Jada De Laurentiis. And I know this is a podcast, so you can't, they're not going to see it. But this is me in fifth grade with her.
0: You were so tiny. I
1: was so tiny. I was like three feet. Oh my feet. gosh. I am still Yeah, Because t- am-
0: she's not very tall and she bent over to, to, to give you the hug.
1: Yeah. I, at the moment, <sighs> okay. Scott, am um finally five feet i am a proud two inches taller than danny devito
0: (laughs) you've lived a full life
1: i have crossed that off my my bucket list
0: you got you taller than danny devito Mm
1: -hmm. i am life accomplishment i can die happy
0: i don't know what else you got to look forward to I just don't. I mean, you know, Gordon Ramsey, you're taller than Danny DeVito mm-hmm. and you've got beef. Um, and
1: I've yeah. got beef, yes. I, 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 yes. It's all
0: downhill from here. For, I'm sorry. I, I hate to, I hate to burst your bubble, but mm-hmm. the rest of it's just downhill.
1: I've already peaked. You peaked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's not true at all. Oh, not
1: thank you. Thank all. you. No.
0: I'm not because sure if I done, agree. Done, well, no, because you've done stuff since then too. You, You know how I found you. And I, I stumbled across an article that you wrote in the Seattle times and I can't remember what it was, but it was a recipe. And I was like, well, that sounds really kind of cool. Oh, and you. I'm reading it and I go, oh, this, I think I should talk my wife into cooking. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> not because my wife, she cook, but because I know if I did, it would be, it wouldn't come out right. And I'm reading it and I'm like. What do you mean this is a kid that wrote this? <laughs> I mean, I was just like, are you kidding me? And not that not that it wasn't it wasn't that I I was just surprised. And so then I started reading um more of your stuff. So that's how I first heard about you. And then we reached out to you on Instagram. And I and I have to give you a plug. This is I'm gonna I have to give you a legitimate, serious, oh. sincere compliment, even though it might sound like I'm making fun. Okay. But we reached out to you on Instagram and said, hey, we'd like to have you on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what you said?
1: I am not entirely sure.
0: I will tell you what you said. You said, you know, I think that'd be a lot of fun, but you need to talk to my mom.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, And I thought that was just, I
0: was really impressed that you just said, (laughs) look, you know, that's cool, but I don't know you and talk to my mom. And so we reached out to your mom, joking. Your mom dropped the ball. Kidding. (laughs) Um, she and I talked on the phone. I had a great conversation with your mom. She's, she's a character as I'm sure, you know, mm-hmm. and here we are now sitting today having this, this conversation, which I'm finding to be very entertaining. <laughs> so I'm very, I'm very grateful that you, I stumbled across you in the times. How did you get started? So, so you did the TV show, you're, you're, you're cooking with family and all of this stuff. And now what was the motivation and the inspiration for you to be creating content in the newspaper?
1: Um, so I, as soon as I got the job offer, I took it in a heartbeat. But what happened was um, in 2018, when 2019, 2018, I have no concept of time in my brain anymore. It
0: all blurs together it, with, with exactly. COVID. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Childhood, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, your childhood's been- <laughs> Destroyed.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But <laughs> um, way back then, at some point in time, uh, when MasterChef Junior came out, the Seattle Times called me and wanted to do an interview so that they could write an article about me. And I met with this amazing man um, named Chris Talbot, and he interviewed me and wrote the coolest article about me. It was the first article that had ever been published just about me. And I was so excited to see it. Um, And then we basically had no contact for like two years. And then
0: he didn't email you either.
1: He didn't email me either. I, these Mm. people with their, their hollow promises. So unfortunate. (laughs) But uh, then in 2010 in 2020 march um he called my mom up and was like hey we're looking to expand our kids section of the seattle times would sadie be interested in writing some articles for the seattle times and i was like heck yes i would um and it sort of just kept going and I kept writing articles and then it turned into a weekly column, which was amazing. Uh, So that's how it started.
0: That's, that's kind of cool. So you, so the the TV show was the springboard for the introduction to the sale times. That's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of the way, you know, fame works. Yes. (laughs) Of all the recipes that you published there, what's your favorite?
1: Hmm. You know, I knew a question like this would come up, but there's so many, so many. Right, give us
0: a couple. Give us, give us a couple. Tell us a couple of them that you are particularly proud of.
1: Okay, so one of the first ones I published was my dear, delicious, wonderful, godly, beautiful mac and cheese recipe, <laughs> and it was so good, and I love it. And then I also made. Okay, wait, wait, we're going to stop.
0: We're going to stop you. <laughs> okay, we're going to stop you.
1: All right.
0: Earlier on in the show, you admitted to opening a box. So we're not going to pass. I'm kid. I'm teasing you. We're <laughs> not going to pass off, you know, Annie's mac and cheese to the sales. <laughs> so what is, what makes your mac and cheese so good?
1: It's re- It's the real stuff. It's made with real cheese, believe it or not.
0: What um, type of cheese?
1: Any cheese your heart desires. Um, What's
0: your what if if I were turning you loose in the kitchen right now and I said, hey, I'd like to try your mac and cheese. I want you to make it the way you like it the best.
1: Well, see what cheese, what cheese,
0: what cheeses would you go with?
1: I don't cook for myself. I cook for the people around me. So if I were making it for one family member, I may use cheddar. I may use Gruyere. I may use. I was. Gonna say American cheese, but I would never use American cheese. That was just a okay, so cheese option.
0: We've got we we have standards. Okay, we have we standards. Okay, cool. No, no, okay.
1: no boxed craft mac and cheese. This is this is good stuff. It's uh, bechamel based and it's delicious, like real mac okay. and cheese should be.
0: Right. Okay. But so, but I'm putting you on the spot. For you, what cheese do you like in the mac and cheese? Mozzarella. Okay. All right. Easy so we've got, okay. So we've got this mac and cheese recipe that you are thrilled with and you'll customize it for family members. I love that except for no American cheese. All right. Yeah. Family member wants American cheese. They're, they're voted off the family.
1: Yeah, exactly. All
0: right. But I interrupted you. You were going to say another recipe. So what, what was the other recipe?
1: In, I think last August, August, September, it was like, about the time when school was starting. um, I published a recipe for uh, these peach muffins that are like so, so close to my heart. They're so warm and ooey gooey and peachy. Peachy, that's a word. Um, Peachy. Peachy, yes. They're wonderful. And if you're going to make, if you're going to make one of my recipes, you should make those. Or if you're going to get your wife to make it, sorry.
0: you have no idea the trouble i'm going to get in by my (laughs) wife for saying these things you have just no trouble you have no idea the trouble i'm going to get into (laughs) so all right but not only were you providing recipes you were you were writing content too so where are you okay now today where do you get your inspiration for food
1: um, the people around me, I'm just going to keep circling back to this whole That's communication okay. thing. Um, mm-hmm. I get inspiration from, from my mom mainly, from my friends sometimes, uh, okay. from, I think one of the wonderful things about living in Seattle is that, you know, you, there's so much, you get so much exposure to all of these different types of cuisine and, mm-hmm. um, also P food is delicious and so fresh and so wonderful. Uh, so, I also get a lot of inspiration for food um, from things things around me, whatever is available seasonally. Um, okay, and whatever. Sometimes I go through food phases <laughs> where I'm like, "Oh wow, I really." I really want to make pie and then I'll just make one type of pie for like the next two weeks. And that's like the only thing I'll make. Or in a couple of years ago, I went through this huge pasta phase where the only thing I would make was like homemade pasta. And I like dyed it different colors. Um, okay. So I get inspiration from my phases as well, <laughs> I would say.
0: Well, so speaking of pasta and dyeing in different colors, have you seen the, the, I know her as I think salty Seattle. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, some of that stuff that that I see on that Instagram channel is crazy. I know what, what 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 is being done. Yeah. All right. Well, you you've referenced your mom a couple of times. So, what's the best thing that your mom makes, in your opinion?
1: So, she she's really great at making classic French cuisine. Um, okay. And she sort of brought some of that knowledge to me. Um, And now I know how to make French food, which is wonderful because it's a great cuisine. Uh, But she makes really amazing beef bourguignon. But oh, no. You know what? The best dish she makes is she makes really good lemon chicken. It is a family recipe and no one else, no one else knows how to make it. But I do, and she does, and she's really, really good at making it. And I will eat like a bajillion plates of bajillion. lemon chicken and rice.
0: I'd hate to see that recipe for a bajillion plates. That's a lot of chicken oh, and a yeah. lot of lemon.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: okay. Well, all right. You mentioned, you know, seasonal cuisine or seasonal ingredients, local stuff, love of the P and W. I love the fact that you like French food. I actually think that that's kind of cool because I'm, I'm a big fan of the fries.
1: Yes.
0: Sorry. That was really bad. (laughs) That was really, that was really bad. Um, Where are you? Do you, do you go to many of the farmers markets in the Seattle area?
1: I do. Yeah. I live uh, near the U district near, near enough um, so mm-hmm. I love going there. A big family favorite is the Ballard Farmer's Market. Um, mm-hmm. we have a lot of friends there. Uh, there's this one vendor. there's a little plug for them. It's called Pasteria sure. Lucchesi, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And they also catered my bat mitzvah. Um, okay. and it was amazing. And they make great fresh, uh, pasta and they also have a crepe stand and a pizza stand there. And they're wonderful people. Nice. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. What else? Uh, what else at Ballard Market have you have you stumbled across that you've uh, that you've that's caught your interest? You know, is there any anybody else there at the market? I mean, there's a ton. Last time I was at the Ballard Market, there was. I mean, it's kind of daunting how many how many stands mm-hmm. there are at the Ballard Market, frankly. But um, yeah. What else? What else at the Ballard Market?
1: Uh, ever since I was little uh i've been going to
0: only five by the way you're only five foot tall so you're still little yeah
1: yeah. (laughs) ever since (laughs) life started for me um (laughs) i have been going to uh pete's toffee which is one of the stands there and it's so good and i will i will impulse buy like three containers of like toffee and just eat the entire thing in like one sitting, uh, with my mom, not with my mom. No, she tries to steal it, but it doesn't really work. Um, doesn't work. it doesn't work. No, I'm very protective over my toffee. Uh, that's one of my favorite places, uh, in the market. Okay, today. It's really good. <laughs> All right.
0: Before we go on to other favorite places, I want to back up. And you said you got some inspiration for food from your friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So a question I have now, it's going to be a little, di- well, no, it's not going to be really difficult. You can you can go back to when you're in middle school or even grade school. Do you take your lunch to school?
1: I do not. No, I used to. I used to. But mm-hmm. now I'm at fancy private school where they have vending machines. And All
0: right. So you're eating vending machine food I for lunch. I okay, so, And I'm
1: proud of, it.
0: <laughs> you're proud of it. All right. So what? All right. So tomorrow's the first day of school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to walk up to the vending machine. It's lunchtime. What are you getting?
1: That's a great question. It depends what there is. I would say, I don't know. As, as a small child, I was never allowed, uh, to indulge in junk food, like, um, or sometimes in moderation, but Mm -hmm. I, the first time I ever tried a, Singular Cheeto was last year uh, or no, when I was in eighth grade. So year before that. Um, I, I was a sheltered junk food child. Um, and I love Cheetos now. So I'd probably get Cheetos. I also, I love Fritos. They're, I don't know what is in them other than pure serotonin, uh, but they're delightful any chips, really? I love chips. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. What Cheetos do you like? Because there's more than one. You know, there's the there's the deep fried, and there's the puffed, and then there's the thermal nuclear hot ones that are you know that that stain your fingers for days. What Cheetos do you like?
1: So this is all news for news to me. I've only tried the. The uh, regular, <laughs> the original ones. Um, so I have to say the original ones.
0: Okay, because well, back in the day there was two types: are these puffed ones, and then they're the ones that were fried. That were they're kind of not puffed, and they were kind of crisp when you when you <laughs> bite into them. They're in the orange bag now, if you will. Okay, but they they make I um, I don't know, thermal nuclear hot. <laughs> cheeto and it's they're in my opinion they're disgusting they're just awful they're <laughs> not just a big fan. awful Aww. but you know and, and it's literally deep red you know wow. like, you know when you eat cheetos you get orange your fingers are orange right mm-hmm. yeah okay no the, the, these will be deep deep red wow. Um I can't I can't recommend them if you like hot you might like them but no not not for me I'll try them I'll try them once. You're, you're, you're gonna you're gonna eat from the vending machine. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I I'm not gonna that, and I did that in high school too. My <laughs> my go to high school lunch was two cans of Coke, a Hostess fruit pie, and a candy bar. Wow, that was what
1: a balanced my, meal.
0: Perfectly balanced meal. It had all the sugars that you needed for. The week in one meal
1: definitely
0: yeah it was it was pretty bad and it was always a uh, charleston chew candy bar
1: which i was, love those
0: and yeah. okay most people don't know what they are but yeah and you put those in their freezer and they're amazing mm-hmm. okay well that was that was my nutritious high school experience a long time ago
1: that's great
0: when you were bringing lunches to school what did your lunches look like don't tell me it was white bread with american cheese
1: <laughs> It was not, it was not, it was actually Velveeta. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was different every day. And I am so, you know, I am so grateful to my mom for providing me, for offering such variety in eating choices. Um, I got pasta a lot. I got soup. Really? I got sandwiches. I got Everything.
0: You got so you were you were one of those kids that always had an interesting lunch. Okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, that brings me to another question because all now this whole episode you have talked glowingly about food, mm-hmm. French food, pasta, glowing toffee. Mm-hmm. What don't you like?
1: Okay, so
0: there's got to <laughs> be something that you don't like.
1: I. Okay, well, I do have a philosophy that I will, I think it's good to try everything at least once, unless you're, like, anaphylactically allergic to it. Um, but, you know, then you'll, then you'll know. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think everything is edible at least once. Um, okay. I do not like durian. It's one thing that I cannot eat my
0: have you tried it i have Have
1: i have my dad was born in thailand so um we he is a durian fanatic and i cannot even be in the same room as it it is i don't know have you smelled it before it's like a rotting flesh it's not appetizing no not even comparable to a bag of cheetos no, no
0: No, not okay. So durian, but durians, durians, uh, very polarizing. People like it or people. Nobody. I've never heard or met anybody goes, yeah, durian, it's okay. You know, I'm okay with it. You know, you either go, yeah, I'll eat it and I like it, or no. But but what else? So more mainstream. What what have you tried? Because it sounds like you've tried everything. I mean, not everything, but you know, you've tried foods and you so you have an open mind, but. Like for me, like, I do not like pumpkin.
1: You know what? Nor do
0: I. I like pumpkin pie.
1: Not good. Is something.
0: eh, (laughs) Next, I I can totally just like, no, thank you. I've tried it. Don't like it. Don't want it. Yeah. What, how about for you though? What, what, what's out there that people like that you just doesn't work for you?
1: Okay. So this is very controversial and you may have some listeners Stop listening after this point. Um,
0: now that's a risk we're going to take. Okay.
1: All right. I do not like pizza.
0: Okay. Well, I'm hanging up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, no, not you. Too, I had son. no
0: idea that you were going to be this controversial.
1: <sighs> I, I told you I gave a content warning. Um, How? Okay. I have grown to be okay with it. And if I am at a friend's house and we get pizza for dinner because we don't want to make anything uh or it's really late at night and you know pizza's just an easy option i will eat it i am open to that but would i would i make it for my friends and family no would i order it in a restaurant absolutely not uh it's tolerable but i don't i'm not a pizza fan
0: so, wow! Because there's nothing on a pizza, no ingredient on a pizza that you haven't already stated you like. You you like bread, mm-hmm. you like cheese. Well, we haven't talked about you know tomatoes, but I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. guess that you're okay with tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me that combine make those combinations and it doesn't work for you. Yeah. But what's really important here about pizza is so. And it's got to be a yes or no answer. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh this is yes or yes or no. Okay. Pineapple on a nope. pizza. You and I can still be friends. Okay, great. Okay, <laughs> cool. Good answer. But wow, pizza. Okay, I'm shocked by that. All right. I'm going to drive over to Seattle. We're going to get your mom, your dad, you. We're going to get in the car. And you're going to take me. And show me some restaurants that I need to check out. Gladly. So we've already ruined it because you're not going to take me to any pizza places. I will not. Um, <clears throat> where are we going? What? 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 I, I. It's help me out. I've got all day. We're going to eat our way through Seattle, so we're going to start with breakfast and we're going to end up with dessert. Okay. Where's a breakfast place in Seattle or in the Seattle area?
1: <clears throat> going just brainstorming, spitballing from off the top of my head. Uh. Mm-hmm portage bay cafe for breakfast why is that i i think they have a great variety of dishes and i ever since ever since little sadie existed ever since i existed i have been getting their swedish pancakes and they are Die for, they are so good, Scott. You have no idea. They also have this really good uh Dungeness Crab Cake Benedict, which is really tasty. That would
0: be, that would, yeah, I'm not a pancake fan, so I'd, I'd go the Crab Benedict. Okay, all right, but here's a question, and here's a question, and I don't know how you're gonna answer this, so this is gonna be an interesting question. And it's okay if you answer no, by the way. I'll let you the pizza, you've already broken my heart. For
1: pizza. <laughs> my apologies,
0: yeah, it's okay. I had no idea I was gonna be this sad. <laughs> Are you a fan of coffee?
1: I love coffee. I'm a Seattleite. How could I not? It's why okay. I'm so short, and Scott.
0: <laughs> well, I've drank coffee since I was eight, and I'm I'm six foot four. So you imagine how tall I'd be if I wouldn't have drank coffee as a kid? You no, know,
1: I was drinking so, coffee fresh out of the womb, so.
0: Okay, so Portage Bay, do they have good coffee?
1: Uh, They do. They they, they have
0: okay. good coffee, right. yeah. So we've we've we're going to Portage Bay Cafe for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And now, me being me, I'm gonna say, hey, I need a cup of coffee after breakfast, you know, because that's how I roll. Where are we gonna to go to get coffee?
1: Hmm, to get coffee. That's a great question. Uh I'm gonna say well, it really depends. What what kind of coffee do you like? Do you do you like lattes or espresso? Or are you I mean, gonna go out on a limb here. I don't think you're the Frappuccino type guy, but maybe. Uh, What do you like?
0: Uh, (laughs) I I surprised that you figured out that I'm not a Frappuccino fan. (laughs) Um, I my go to drink is just regular black coffee. So if I go to a a, an espresso bar that only serves espresso beverages, I'm either going to have an Americano or Adopia, so I I like my. Some someone's coming into the the studio, but we can keep going. Oh, okay. She she'll sit here. <laughs> so I not I am not a foo foo drink uh, person. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, what are you going to recommend?
1: Okay, I'm going to say either we go back to my house. We have this great coffee machine. It's like you know one of the fancy Starbucks barista ones. Uh, delicious. Okay make wonderful okay. americanos here um perfect or maybe zoka coffee
0: oh yeah zoka's good, good. okay it's right. near ish my house yeah, you're, redeeming, you're redeeming yourself okay I mean, no. thank okay. you thank you All right. for saying So, that. so we, we've, we've wandered around we've maybe went to the ballard farmer's market walked off some of breakfast now about lunch where are we going for lunch
1: are you a burger person
0: look at me do i look like i'm a burger person <laughs>
1: Okay, so in Madison Park, um, there is the, arguably the best burger place known to man. Uh, it is so, it's so good. It's, I, I am, I have no words to describe this place. Uh, it's called Scoop Dijor. It's kind of under, it's very underrated. What am I saying? Not many people know about it. Not many people uh-huh. go there for burgers. It is an ice cream shop, but in the back they make burgers and <laughs> they are so delicious and and if you're going to ask me, Sadie, what should we do for dessert after we go to Scoop de Jour? We can get their ice cream too. They have really good Moose Tracks okay. ice cream. I'm a big uh Reese's Peanut Butter Cups fan, so All
0: right. All right. Yeah. And then in you know, since you know, since we've worked, off, we've worked up an appetite by having a burger and ice cream. <laughs> <coughs> Flash forward to dinner.
1: Oh, dinner. Dinner, dinner, dinner. So, I am a something you should know about me. Though I may be small, my ability to consume steak is out of this world. I am right. a big carnivore and I will okay. devour a 24 ounce Porter house in like 15 minutes by myself. Um, so it is only, it, it just makes sense for me to take you to my favorite steakhouse, um, osadero in Ballard. And it's like right ne- next to the market. So it's so convenient. It's great. Uh, they have really good stuff there. I'd probably so get. What,
0: okay. hmm? Yeah. What would you get? What would you, what, well, you just said Porterhouse, but what would you, what would you get?
1: Uh, probably? They have really, really good quality Wagyu. But if we're going, we're, if we want to stay away from the pricey side. Um,
0: okay. I'm buying. It's okay. You can spend. Oh, money.
1: Well, thank you. That's very, very kind of you. Maybe. Oh. Hmm, filet mignon tacos. With bone marrow, it's so, oh, it's so good. I love bone marrow so much. I've been eating it since I was little and it's so good. Um, I would get the bone marrow filet tacos. It's like the perfect amount of like fatty and salty and melt in your mouth wonder. Um, or I'd, I'd just go classic and I'd get a steak. Nothing okay. wrong
0: with that. No, nothing wrong with that. So we're going to wrap this up. I got a few more questions for you. So, because you just said a word and it sparked, I wasn't going to go this direction because I hadn't thought about, but you said a four letter word that is amazing. And you said taco. Oh
1: yes. It's quite an amazing word.
0: I'm always on the, the looking out for taco recommendations. Any, you got any taco recommendations besides these filet mignon and Maro? Um, that sounds amazing, but let's just go more, you know, more traditional street taco fare. Any suggestions?
1: I'm going to say, while they do have my favorite tacos in Seattle, like as bone marrow and filet mignon, Neff said, um, there is, oh, there's this little food truck, right? That's like five minutes away from my house. It's right near Seattle Children's. Um, it's called El Camion and they have pretty good tacos, but my favorite favorite taco place ever in seattle other than other than Asadero, is agua mm-hmm. verde and i was literally just there yesterday two days ago with my friend eating tacos because mm-hmm. it's so wonderful they have um do you like so
0: what What talk what type of tacos did you get
1: uh birria
0: oh all right
1: they have really really good birria tacos um okay And they're just so like juicy and delicious and flavorful and wonderful. And they pair really well with a nice bowl of crispy tortilla chips and some guacamole.
0: We could get along just fine, even if you don't like pizza. I mean, really, you're you're making it up. The coffee and the taco things. I've redeemed
1: myself. That's good to know.
0: But I want to, I want to wrap this up because you and I could, I could keep talking to you for a long time and, and hopefully in the future we will. A yes. couple of, a couple of final questions for you. When you're not cooking and you're not in school, what do you like to do for fun?
1: I love theater and well, that's kind of an in-school thing as well, but I love theater. Mm-hmm. I love performing. Okay. Um, I love having that sort of creative outlet to just express myself. I also, not many people know this, but I love ukulele. I love playing ukulele so much. It is so relaxing and I can just sit in my house and stare out the window on a nice sunny day uh, and look at the Burke Gilman Trail, which we live right next to, and just strum on my ukulele with my cat at my feet and a nice, Taco
0: in my hand. Awesome. All right. And then this was I hopefully this is okay for me to to say this, but your mom mentioned it and you mentioned it when we were talking on the phone before. You are in process, I guess is the word I can use Mm -hmm. of putting together a cookbook.
1: I am. Yes.
0: What can you share with our audience? It, it, it's it, I'm, I'm going to guess it's your 50 favorite pizza recipes that you're going to be doing. Oh, it
1: is Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah.
0: Perfect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. Is it, do you have a theme that you're going to be working on?
1: I do actually. And it's something that I've been thinking about for a couple years now. And it's, I don't want to give too much away. But I'm okay, gonna say I, don't, I
0: don't want you, I don't want you to do that. Either. It's
1: going to be something that you've never seen before. It's it's a clever okay. idea and okay. Hopefully I will hopefully I will be able to get this idea out of my brain and into an actual book. But it's it's going to awesome. be
0: fun. Okay. Well, we're looking forward to that. And you know, we'd like to have you back on to talk about that when when you get closer to being able to do I'd that. Love that. The other thing we talked about, once again, hopefully I'm not putting words in your mouth and you you please speak up and tell me, you know, don't. But we have talked to you about the idea of maybe helping out with some content uh, on our site for possible ideas of places to go and eat in the Seattle area that are teen friendly. Is that something you still think you want to do? Yes.
1: very much so i would be
0: honored to do it it, it, well honor connor's a little strong come on now i mean you know i made fun of you for boxed mac and cheese and not liking pizza you don't want to honor anything (laughs) but i i think that you know what I'd, i'd like to say is that i'm looking forward to you uh working with us and getting us some content for for um teens yes Especially, especially because I have a feeling it's you're not, you're not going to say you're, you're the top three burger places in in Seattle are Jack in the Box, McDonald's, or Burger King. <laughs> I've
1: you never know, been just, to just any don't... of those places, believe it or not.
0: Are you kidding me? Remember,
1: sheltered junk food, child.
0: Oh Okay. You're mm-hmm. okay
1: rest assured, I
0: will not I almost rest. I almost want to talk to your mom and dad and say if we could actually like have you go and try <laughs> those pieces and review <laughs> them. <laughs> I mean, I
1: wouldn't be opposed that would be, to that. That
0: would be really bad. Like go have the jack in the box tacos. So okay, let's do it. Yeah, and we might you no, know, we might ruin it, might just destroy your beautiful life. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be a good idea. But as we wrap this up. If anyone wants to find out more about you, is are you currently doing anything online where they can, they can go and see your adventures or anything like that? Or are you, are you taking a hiatus at the moment?
1: I have sort of taken a social media hiatus, but you are welcome. People are welcome to uh, go check out my Instagram, even though I haven't posted for a very, very long time. And I cannot guarantee that there will be a, uh, you know, posting schedule that will happen and be consistent, okay. but it's um at Sadie Eats Seattle.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes there. But you're not you're not like doing TikTok or
1: anything. I <laughs> anything believe like it that? Or not. I am not doing TikTok.
0: <laughs> well, the fact that you haven't tried any of those Mac, Mac, or you know, you get the idea. If you haven't tried that, I'm not surprised. I mean, and it's not that's hip fine. like that. No, you're not hip I'm like not. that. Well. I'm going to let you go. Cause like when we started this off, tomorrow's your first day of school. So I'm sure you're looking forward to that in some, some manner and you're it's exciting. And I really am glad we were able to make this happen. I've had a lot of fun yeah, same. and I think that, um, I think you've got a great outlook and I'm serious. I got to come over to Seattle one of these days and, and we'll, we'll all go out and try. Um, we we'll, we're going to go try some of those places together. I think that would be an absolute hoot. Agreed. Agreed. And so, um, I appreciate you. I will email you.
1: Thank you. Thank uh, you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Actually, I will email your mom because that's the email address we have. Okay, but we works. will we will reach out. But we will talk uh, soon. And uh, thank you for being on. Thank you so
1: much. I've had so much fun doing this. Thank you, Scott.
0: Join us next time for another episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast.